Welcome to Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Are you ready to punch fear in the face, show up, and tell your story? Stay tuned for tools to get you unstuck and resources to help you develop your story so you can share it with the world. Here is your host, Allegra Sinclair. Butterflies are beautiful, but you don't want to be one. My grandmother used to call me Madam Butterfly, and I loved it. My seven-year-old mind understood that butterflies were pretty and could fly, and that was all I needed to know. But if I fast forward, later in life I learned she called me that because she just never knew what I might do next. I've heard she told people that I flitted from one thing to another looking pretty, but not accomplishing a lot. Dang, really? That is not powerful at all. Thank goodness she was wrong. But that put a whole different spin on butterflies for me. I admit that I would often fall in love with projects and could think of nothing else for serious spurts of time. But then I would get bored and move on to a new project. But flitting from one thing to another? I don't think so. I was simply using my powers of elimination and discernment to figure out what I did not want to do. And I was a child, so no harm, no foul. There's a business term called the three-day monk, which reminds me of my grandmother's assessment of my view of the world. That term is used to describe someone who gets obsessed with something in spurts, but quickly loses interest. See why it sounded familiar? Examples of these obsessions could include a new blog, a new business idea, a new way of eating, or, grab your panties, a new relationship. Is that ringing any bells for you? This monk thing is characterized by lots of early interest with little to no results. The bad news is that you cannot achieve success by flitting from one thing to another. Even if you look sugar sharp while you're doing the flitting. You cannot have a measurable impact on your world if you lose focus before your work can be completed. I know, it's a bummer, but you can't improve your health by eating vegetables for only five days. And you can't draw your audience to you in 30 days or less. Nope and nope. The good news is that you can stop being a three-day monk and capture your butterfly. If you want to increase your influence and make meaningful progress on your goals, you have to show up every day. You don't have to invest 18 hours every day, but you need to act intentionally and consistently until your work is completed. So how do you capture your butterfly? Work every day. Create a plan to invest time on your business or your focus or your project every day. If you don't plan the time, there will never be enough time in a day. It takes at least 21 days to develop a new habit to replace an old one. Doing something every day will help you maintain focus and cement your new behaviors. If you do something for two days and stop, then start again three days later, that does not create strong habits and focus. Get started now. At this time of year, lots of women are talking about New Year's resolutions. And some people actually think it's too late because January 1st has passed. Really? Why is that? You do intend to keep living, right? So start today. It can be your new year anytime you choose. And there will never be a better time than right now. Don't set yourself up for failure. Here's a news flash. There are going to be days when you don't feel like doing the things you know you should do. 
It doesn't mean you don't really want to achieve your goal. It's just part of being human and a woman. Can I be honest? Some days hormones are lying wenches. Give yourself a break and plan to build your empire in steps. If you give yourself all or nothing ultimatums, flitting is right around the corner. If you commit to doing something for 20 minutes a day, you can tell yourself honestly that you can do anything for 20 minutes and believe it. Problem solved. Planning for only 20 minutes at a time makes it easier to get started, and once you've worked for 20 minutes, you'll likely continue for even longer. Next, know and do what you love. Please, I'm begging you here, do not commit to a project or goal that will require work that you don't enjoy. I have a friend who recently told me she was going to become a life coach. I was thrilled and said, I didn't know you had an interest in coaching. She said, I don't really, but it's such a hot field right now. I know she said some other things after that, but my head exploded after the first sentence, so I didn't hear anything else. If she goes through with it, I am totally going to out her on my blog so that none of you will fall into her web. Can you imagine starting a business, which is not easy, that you're not interested in because it's a current trend? Raise your right hand right now and promise me that you will not do that. Figure out what you love and do that. You deserve that and so does your market. Your best and juiciest value to the world is going to come from something you love doing. Not something you're lukewarm about. Not something that you don't hate doing or that you think you can stand doing. It should be something that you absolutely enjoy doing. Fun can equal focus. Got it? Good. You also better know why you want to make the change that you want to make. This is related to knowing and doing what you love, but it's different. You really need to know why do you want a new position at your company? Why do you want a new relationship? Why do you want to reach a goal? Your motivation needs to be something that will sustain you on those difficult days. There will be difficult days. You knew that, right? Do you have a burning desire to change people's lives? That's an awesome why. Do you stay awake at night worrying that children don't have clean water? That's another awesome why. Do you want to show up at your high school reunion and make your ex cry because he ever let you go? <laughs> now, I'm going to be honest, I completely understand that reason, but that will not keep you focused on tough days. Because you don't really want him back anyway, right? I mean, he was silly enough to let you get away. That last reason is so easy to talk yourself out of. So make sure that your why is crystal clear and compelling. Then ruthlessly trim your tools. In the seven steps to telling your story checklist that you can get on my blog, I talk about the importance of assembling a toolkit. But here I want to caution you to assemble one toolkit and stick with it. Chaos reigns in my own personal focus system when I don't use the tools. Since I know better, what would ever cause me to stop using them? Well, for various reasons, I might try to introduce a new tool, but it doesn't quite fit. Either it duplicates a task I already have covered, or it 
I can't figure out how to make it work and I get stuck learning technology, blah, blah, blah. It could be anything. But I need to remember that you can't use everything well and you don't need to. So choose an appointment tool. Choose a task management tool. Choose a note-taking tool. Choose a project management system. Just choose. See, what happens when I let my system break down is I start writing myself notes because I don't want to forget important information. But then I end up with notes written everywhere and I can't find what I need when I need it. Can you hear the small whisper of butterfly wings? When I realize I've gotten off track and I get back to using the tools that I chose, my focus returns and I start crushing my goals. I believe the same will happen for you. Just because you may have spent way more time than you're willing to admit, perhaps, being a three-day monk or a beautiful butterfly doesn't mean you have to continue down that path forever. Today is a new day and you can choose to do things differently starting from this moment. Women who are consistent and determined will always outperform those who burn hot and bright for limited periods of time and then fizzle out. Meaningful work and progress takes time and focus. Short-term intense action is rarely the right tactic for accomplishing something that requires a significant amount of effort. By the way, I still love butterflies. I have been collecting and decorating with them for years and I probably always will. But I admire them from afar without aspiring to be one. What about you? Have you been a butterfly but you're ready to change? If this podcast spoke to you, leave me a review here on iTunes or join me over on the blog and join in the conversation there. Until the next time, I hope you're having a powerful day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. You can find show notes and more great content on the blog at AllegraSinclair.com. have a powerful day.